Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 30-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab a mat and we'll get started. Such a bold choice. I like it. Okay. We're going to start in seated straddle this morning. So when you're ready, take a, if you need a support for this, like a blanket or a block to sit on, do that to be comfortable. If you need support like a golden retriever or a cocktail, take that, whatever, whatever you need. Uh, we're just going to start with fingertips out in front and a little bit of movement side to side in the rib cage that just starts to awaken your low back in a good way. So I'm not trying to get any depth at this point, just tuning into what's going on in low back, in the hamstrings, in the inner thighs, in the outer thighs. Then we'll bring that back to center, pause. I'm just gonna go onto fingertips and lift your chest up so you're a little, you're a little forward. Just a little bit of the fingertips pulling into the floor. So getting kind of the feeling of cow or of up dog. And then walk your hands in so that you're upright with that same feeling of the spine coming in. So you're really tall. Breathe and feel your body. What do you notice? Right There's probably the, the sense of awakening that we just got in the low back and spinal muscles. Maybe other things too. Bring your attention to how your head is sitting at the top of your spine. Could you lengthen the back of your neck? Could you lift the back of your skull or envision the tips of your ears being lifted until you're really lifted, really buoyant in your body? As you get there, what do you notice on the front of your body and deep inside the core? Have a breath in. Breath out. Stay lifted as you breathe out. Use the exhale to continue lifting. Lean out of this a little bit and with just the legs, cross the right ankle in front of the left, so hands free, then fingertips down in front, and that little side to side again. And maybe it gets a little bigger this time. So the action is spinal, and you feel it in low back moving side to side. But you may also feel down into the hips a little bit, into the hands a little wider so that you have more room to, to groove, right? And just noticing where you feel, what you feel, this proprioception that we have. Where's your body in space? And what's it doing? And then interoception, like what's, what's the sensation? What are you picking up on? What are you perceiving in your body as you move? Then we'll do the same thing we did in the straddle where you come back to center. Body's still at the diagonal forward. Press your fingertips down, pull your spine in. So we're, we're lifting the chest, pull the spine in a lot like cow pose. Then continue that action with your spine as you walk the hands in and you're sitting upright, so sitting bones level, chest and head stacked to five minutes tips of your ears, the back of your skull lift up, have a breath in, notice what you feel, where you feel it, what is most prominent in your experience right now. 
Then we're gonna take a little lean out of this with just leg work, switch the cross of the legs, just as you need to. This doesn't have to look exactly the same. But chest up, hinge forward at your hip, fingertips on the floor. And we're gonna do that same thing. And again, you might go a little wider with the fingertips, moving rib cage side to side. And getting lateral flexion in low back or lateral extension in the low back, depending on how you think about it. And as you feel the low back, you may also feel abdominals, outer hips. Coming back to a center line on this. Body of the diagonal, fingertips down, heart up, spine in. And you know the difference between kind of the, the bowing forward and this lifting of the lightning effect. Start to walk your fingertips in toward your shins. And then you come upright in your body. So centered on your sitting bones and one more time up into this meditation seat where you have a breath and you locate the sensations that are left, the echoes of that movement. Lean out of this a little bit, take the legs back out into your straddle, let the legs do the work if you can. And then hands to your shoulders or hands to your heart center, Anjali. We're gonna move the rib cage into rotation. So you're gonna be turning your rib cage side to side. Uh, it's not gonna be a huge action for most of us. That's good. We want to have a, a reasonable amount of rotation. We don't need to be owls or anything like that. Uh, once you've got the, the feeling of this and the feeling of this is in your abdominals and in your back, once you've got that and you know you can manage to keep it, take the arms out like cactus or the cowboy holdup. And then we're going to take that arm position. Like first, notice if you're moving the arms at the shoulder joint and uh, stop. Move just from the rib cage as much as you can. And then turn the arms so that the palms face down. So now you have this kind of like sideways goalpost action and still the arms aren't doing the majority of the action. I mean, if there's like just a little bit of movement in your shoulder, that's, that's fine. But uh, you're not kind of like swimming side to side or boxing side to side. You're really rotating the spine. So once you've got that and you know you've got it because you feel it in your core, right? we're going to turn and then reach an arm out center, turn and reach an arm out. So uh, you're reaching kind of opposite arm across, but the first mover, the primary action is the rib cage turning, center, turning, center. One more round of this. Arms are staying about shoulder height with this. It's feeling fairly tight in the, in the rib cage. That's right. We'll let the arms release down. Pause at center and close your eyes if you can to heighten awareness inside your body. Where do you feel what you feel? Bring back that action of the spine drawing in, head stacking at the top of the spine so that you're aligned well, lifted well. 
you want to lean out of this. And if you can, without your hands, bring the soles of your feet together for Baddha And then you'll probably need your hands for this unless you've learned to levitate. You're going to lift your hips, slide them back uh, for Tarasana, a longer butterfly. Hands to your shins, root move through cat cow in the spine. And one thing that's really nice here, cow pose, you press the shin bones with your hands and then cow pose kind of hang off the shins a little bit. And so you're, you're getting the arms involved as leverage like we did with fingertips on the floor. And then you're getting the, the spine and the core body really has leverage to lengthen through the arms and feel the upper back. One more of these. We're going to go back to the cow pose uh, or the butterfly cow. Butterfly cow. That's, that's my Halloween costume next year. And then keep the imprint of spine moving in, but let your body come to seated upright on your sitting bones so that you once again have a breath and close your eyes. Go inside, feel what's going on, what's shifted, what's changed, maybe what's still kind of speaking to you. And one more time, we're going to hinge forward, catch the ankles, catch the shin bones. This time, a circumduction of the spine. So a rib cage roll. Uh, those of us that are of a certain age, we will know this as a cabbage patch. Uh, where the Rib cage is moving in circles, and if you go clockwise, you go counterclockwise. The hips are staying relatively still so that you can get this stirring action of the spine. And then we'll make it back to center, a little bit of the cow pose, and then keep that imprint as you come up to sit. And again, a breath here to locate yourself in space, proprioception, and to feel within your body the, the sensations that are present, interoception. both ways to keep our mind and our body together, to get them together, to be present. We'll slowly make your way to hands and knees and then up to down dog. Take your time and when you arrive, pause. Stop and know you're there. Press your palms down into the floor. And we often focus on thumb and first finger knuckle. That's still true. Absolutely true. You get those two points down. So the knuckle where your thumb, the knuckle where your first finger meets the floor, sealed. But then like get the hands pressing down, like the whole hand. So you can activate something new there. Continue to press thumb and first finger down and forward. Reach out through ring and pinky fingertip. But you've got this real feeling of like you're tacking your mat to the floor. Breath in. all the way out, a little float of your sternum toward your thumb so that the front body is long, you feel light. End of that, look forward, walk or lightly hop to the top of your mat. 
We're going to bring hands up to shins today for halfway lift so that you can get your upper back working shoulder blades, squeezing down toward your hips. Get that every time that you can remember. And then exhale. That's the last thing to let go. The shoulders, neck, and head release from there. And it feels like a total relief to, to let that work go. And press into your feet. Come up to standing mountain pose. Or stay here. Pause. Pressing your feet down. Pan your toes. Pan your hands wide. Reach up to your fingers. And get a sense of those two things that are going on. Feet are pressing down. Ring fingertip. Let's go with that reaching up. Three points on each foot. The ring fingertip. And you got awareness of those two things. And lengthening those two things away from each other. So the feet grounding, ring fingertip reaching. So, and then your mind's joining those two things in an asana we call mountain pose, tadasana. Making one thing of those two things. Exhale, hands to heart center. Press your palms. The feet pressing down, palms pressing together. One thing of those things. Sternum lifting to thumbs, thumbs pressing to sternum. Feet pressing the floor. These two points that are lengthening away from each other. Add then back of your head, crown of the head. You can get the, the three points. Everything going on between the feet and the head. And the feet and the hands. On the same page. So instead of three focus points, we've got one thing called samastiti. Eventually we try to do this with all the poses, right? Connect all the dots until it becomes one overarching awareness. We practice doing that at least. Sane, inhale, reach up, press your feet down, reach through ring and pinky fingertip. We exhale, bow. Keep pressing your feet into the floor. Breathe in, half lift. We're going to use that true half lift where you come halfway up and squeeze shoulder blades down your back. Plant your hands. We step back. High or low push up, chaturanga. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Thumb and first finger down for sure, but also that pressure of the hands are straight down to the mat, feel the arms. When you're empty, you look forward, walk or hop. Press your feet down. My heart forward, the half lift, abdominals in, shoulder blades toward your hips. Bow forward, breathe out. Three more rounds. Press your feet down. Squeeze your legs, reach up. Press your feet into the floor and bow. Breathe in, tap low. Plant your hands, breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Forward, walk or hop. Breathe in. Halfway. 
Breathe out. Breathe in, Rachel. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Look forward, walk around. Breathe in. Breathe out. Take a round on your own. We'll meet in down dog. Pause here, breath in, reach through your arms, thumb and first finger knuckle, ring fingertip, exhale here, press the hands down, press your feet down and up, all your limbs are involved in the same action, we call it down dog, then lift the heels, walk about halfway up your mat and turn to the side that you'd like for straddle, or turn toes out toward the diagonals. And skandhasana, moving from side to side into straddle lunge, side lunge. Back into center line, parallel your feet, walk them in enough to get to a flat back in your straddle so that you can yeah, parallel with the floor, abdominals in, shoulder blades squeeze down the back, your fingertips or full palms or blocks. I'm gonna twist, take your right elbow up towards the ceiling, you just pull a bow and arrow, stack right shoulder over left, then let the hip get involved if you like, left hip would drop. Reach straight up or right hand can be at the hip. Right arm can wrap around. Uh, it may or may not be functional for your shoulder. Be sure that it's not causing a rounding of your shoulder forward. That'd be uh, an unintended consequence of a yoga practice is to get more hunched shoulders. Unwind things back to center, bring your hips level. Right hand down, be on fingertips and pull your heart forward. And as if someone were pulling your thigh bones back, draw away from it, 
Bend left elbow up toward the ceiling. Open the arm as you like. Could be straight, could be cactus. Shoulder stacked on top of shoulder is what we're going for in the twist. Again, it's that rib cage rotation. But then allow the right hip to join the party if it likes. If, if that's uncomfortable, feels unsteady, unstable in your low back, go back to the level. Abdominals in, left shoulder blade pulling toward your spine. This is good. Back of the head, reaching for the wall in front of you. So back of your neck stays long. Breath in. Back to center. Breathe out. We'll walk feet together and into a malasana squat. Just sit low, arms into the legs, lift your sternum. Bring a little bit of that cow pose back into this so that there's less of a hunch and more of a lift. Good. Breath in. Breath out. Now for that nice curl of the spine, walk your feet together. Have your arms at your sides. So feet as close together as you're going to get. Knees as close together as you're going to get. Arms at sides. Palms up. Back the hands on the floor. It's like you're in child's pose. Chin tucking in. Breath here. Breath out. Just gently lower yourself to seated. We're going to come into a straddle that is a spider stance, or what we call a spider stance. Knees are bent at right angles. And then 90 90 sit. You're going to turn yourself to the right so that when you turn the knees, the right knee is now at a right angle. Left knee can be at a right angle too starts off that way, but if it's uncomfortable, you can always move the left knee around. We're going to lift up and rotate the sternum, rotate the rib cage until you're pointing the same direction as your right knee. First step, we'll bow over the, uh, the right leg. So you're, you're basically laying down on the inner right thigh, as, as close to that as you can get. If you feel something there, Leave it alone and stay, say, breathe, right? Notice the sensation, breathe to enhance your experience here, to separate your mind from reaction to the experience. It's good to be able to feel whatever you're feeling. And if you don't feel anything in this pose, Feel free to move this into more typical pigeon or relaxed animal um, as you like. But if you feel something, stay with it, breathe. And breathing both helps the physical process and also the mental engagement, but also, also an emotional equanimity. Inhale, come on up, walk your hand in, lean out of it a little bit as you come back to center so you're not, uh, not making it too hard on yourself. You come back to center, you're in that spider sit, the straddle with bent knees, heels on the floor, and then turning your knees over to the left, and you may need to adjust to be on the outer edge of the left thigh. Right knee starts at a right angle, can bend as it needs, left knee stays at the right angle. 
Lift up and turn your rib cage to be in the same direction as the knee. And come down and lay over top of it. And if you feel something, stay. If what you feel is unreasonable, get out, do, do something that's not unreasonable. Uh, if what you feel is not enough, play around with angles until you do feel something, then feel the thing and breathe. So you're doing some powerful stuff for your mind right there, being present in the situation. It's happening in your body. Also present with anything that arises from that. And managing your response in a way that's correct for what you're here to do. Inhale, undo it, come on up to center, to seated, to this uh, spider sit, and then we'll turn it towards the front of the mat, both legs forward for Paschimottanasana. Knees can be straight, knees can be bent. What's the difference? Well, there's, there's a lot of differences that go on, but one is if your low back is rounded, uh, you really want to bend your knees until you can get that feeling of you're sitting up tall as we did in the beginning with the straddle. Um, knees bent like that. We're going to hinge from the hips. You're going to go forward, closing at the hip joint first, like you're folding a sheet of paper. And allow the arms, then allow the upper back and, and neck and head to release. You may find once you've done that folding, you can then straighten the knees to some degree. Totally cool. Do that. You may find that you fold it and your low back is bearing the brunt or just too intense around the hamstring tendons. If you do feel those things, bend the knees a little more. Take time here. Notice what you feel, where you feel it. What we're going for is a sense of a full stretch of the back of the body, even sensational quality from heels to crown of head. So Paschimottanasana, a westward facing stretch, the sunset stretch meant to engage the entire back line, not just a little intense part of the hamstrings or a little intense part of the low back, but all the way around. And to get that, many of us will need a little bend of the knees. That is not a judgment on our yoga practice or of us as a human being. Uh, the way things are put together. On your inhale, you'll rise up out of that, slide your hips towards your heel, come down into your back, constructive breast pose, soles of your feet to the floor, knees in toward one another. Uh, doing this to let the sacrum have some space, the low back and the hips have some space. Just take a moment, recognize that, feel that. Breathe into it, 
So you're, you're breathing as deeply as you can into your lungs when you do that. Air staying in the lungs, but the sensation for sure can get down there and, and work to release intentionally not. Next inhale, just gonna let your body slide out into Shavasana. There's a finishing pose or two you absolutely need to be comfortable, do it. If you can, you allow yourself to let go, do that. Let your eyes fall gently closed. Let your awareness come to the parts of your body that are touching the floor. And breathe. When you're ready to come back, start with wiggling your fingers and your toes. Hold to your right side. And then make your way up to seated. Take a moment to arrive, to have a settling breath. Bring your hands together at heart center and thumbs to forehead center. Take that moment to unify what the body is doing from the floor up through the top of the head. you are one thing happening here. That was excellent, y'all. Thanks for being here this morning. Namaste. Super cool. Thank you so much. Have a great day. See you soon. Bye. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.